What's up, cowgals? My name is Morgan Phillips, and I'm the host of the My Western Way podcast and the owner of the Backroad Bay Boutique. I'm going to be giving you the hot take on the Western industry from things that are trending in fashion all the way to the dirty details on mucking out the stalls. This podcast is for the ranchers, the farmers, the fashion influencers, or even the wannabeers. I'm here to show you that my Western way doesn't have to look anything like your Western way, and that's totally okay. Whether you bought the buckle or you want it, you're welcome here. As Shania Twain once said, let's go, girls. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to, actually, it's our first episode um, that we're actually having an interview. So I'm so excited to introduce Megan. Uh, She owns the Desert Lobo, which is a Western boutique just like mine, and she has been killing the game, but we've become friends um, just through Instagram and stuff like that. So I'm so excited to have her on the podcast with us talking today, um, kind of about like Western fashion and the trends going into 2022. So welcome. Welcome, Megan. Hi. <laughs> um, so I think we have very similar styles and very similar like boutique aesthetics pretty much. Um, so is there anything you see going into 2022 that is like a hit trend, um, maybe like a fashion like style of Western or something like that? Is there any trends that you're seeing that people are like asking you for or you just know we're coming? Um, I definitely, from the NFR, I think blazers are going to be the next like absolute big thing. Um, I've had multiple people asking for more since we did our NFR drop back in November with the pink blazer that we had. And um, I think also oversized tees are coming back. I don't think they ever really left. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, that's definitely been a big thing. And then for some reason, even though whenever it starts getting hot, I feel like shackets are still going to be going hardcore into even the warmer months. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like I'm seeing the same exact thing. Um, and with the whole blazer thing, I think there's a movement in Western fashion where we're getting a little trendier um, and not so like traditional Western Um, And I think the shackets and the blazers and kind of the oversized tees too, like kind of play into that. Are you kind of seeing the same thing? Yes, for sure. Um, Even like I have repeat customers that come back to where I know they're sizing and I see them on a daily basis ordering bigger sizes and like t-shirts. And um, I've had, like I said, I've had multiple people reach out to me about getting more shackets and blazers in. And um, even like shoes, um, people are just taking them in a whole new direction to dress them up and make them Western. Yeah, that's so true. Um, And it's so interesting to me, like my boutique, the shoes really blew up. Like, I think that's one of our best sellers. And I was never really expecting that. And I personally like love shoes. So I am not complaining at all. Um, but what kind of shoes are you seeing like sell best for you? Um, and what do you think you're going to get more of? And what are you kind of leaving behind in 2021? Um, definitely our booties did pretty well from our job. I've been kind of like leery about bringing shoes back because um, I tried a few months ago 
back whenever I was still a bit smaller and they didn't do too well. Um, but they, like you said, they've definitely become like a very popular seller for us. And so, um, I think those have done pretty well. And then we have a lot of Hey Dude dupes that have been selling amazing. And I think it's just, um, you know, people are getting creative with how Hey Dude like dupes can look. And I think it's so funny because Hey Dude's just now hopping on everybody else's trend. Yeah, right. <laughs> with that kind of stuff, they're starting to get more creative with their shoes, but love them anyways. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I'm not too sure. I feel like there's such a variety in shoes to where it's kind of hard to where you could just leave any behind because you can just get so many new options all the time. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like vendors are taking a style and then making it in 27 new prints and every exactly. it's like a hit. And I'm like, okay, well, keep carrying this one, but right. bring it in, in a new and fresh style uh, to keep it interesting, which is really cool. And I think with shoes, when people find a certain style of shoe that they like or feel comfortable in, they want it in every pattern if they're yes, definitely patterns, um, to switch it up that way. But shoes are just, I find that shoes are very difficult to sell in a size six and five. So if anyone's yes. listening and is a six or five, like let me know and I'll hook you up with some free shoes because I cannot get rid of that size. But um, as a boutique owner, like it's really hard sometimes because mostly like we have to buy in packs. Um, so we almost are forced to get those sizes in a lot of shoes. Um, one thing that I've noticed is people are really looking for size 11s and that's been really hard to find in some shoes. Are you seeing Very hard. that? Yes. I, um, I did a vendor event a couple of weeks ago and I had multiple people ask, sorry, my dog's whining. Nope, it's <laughs> I, okay. had, I had multiple people ask, um, like if I carry bigger sizes and like you said about the whole smaller sizes, I'm literally staring at our inventory right now. And that's all we have left are sixes yeah. and fives. Literally <laughs> yes, same. <laughs> and same thing goes with like, um, even I hate saying the word plus size because I really don't think it is plus size. I'm right there in the medium between, <laughs> sorry, Sage, hush. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there in the medium between, um, you know, being... <laughs> You little turd. <laughs> Hold up. I'm so sorry. Let me let him out. Right no, before. you're fine. <laughs> Just before He's this like, episode started, we were, I was trying to get my dogs to calm down and I had to shut them outside. So all <laughs> are welcome here, dogs included. <laughs> yes. We love our fur babies. Yes. Um, what was it? Oh yes. With plus size. So I'm right there in the middle between being like, you know, quote unquote, normal sizing and plus size. Um, and it's really hard because I have a lot of people reach out to me that want plus size clothing and it sucks because vendors do not include that. So you have to buy a whole another pack of clothing and sometimes they'll sell and sometimes they won't. Yeah, I have branded myself to be a plus size boutique because I technically, before I lost some weight, like I was truly a 1X, um, like fitting comfortably. Now I'm more of a large but I still appreciate that and want to serve that market because yes, I definitely. In it. Um, I've always been bigger. I have thick thighs. Like I'm just part of that club. And so finding things and jeans and like body suits and things like that, that are very difficult to find in plus size um, was something that I wanted to make a priority in my boutique. But I also agree. Like, I felt like 
kind of in the middle of the year last year, there was a huge push of like finding, doing that and serving that market from vendors, like not so much from boutiques. I'm just saying like vendors were starting to get into serving that market. And now I feel like there's almost been a little bit of a pullback on that and they haven't created those new styles. I think for a while it was like super hot and I was getting really cute stuff. Um, but it's definitely been a little more difficult finding some of the things that are more in style for the season and the holidays and stuff like that. That was really definitely in plus size. Um, some of the, you know, basic tees and stuff like that, that's all easy to find, but it's the trendy and the different that is really difficult to find for me in plus. Exactly. And that's what, um, you know, um, curvy ladies want, they want to, you know, be the same as everybody else. They want to be able to wear the same thing as everybody else. And it's very hard whenever, um, we look and we get on these websites that we order clothes from and we can't find anything to suit that. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally feel the same way. Um, so with that, so tell me a little bit just about your boutique, like what your purpose and your mission is, and just like what you want out of your 2022 for your boutique. Um, so I actually started, um, owning my own business whenever I turned 16, I did car freshies and soon found out that that was not for me. (laughs) I loved making, I loved making them, but excuse me, they were just a little too time consuming for me. And I started becoming really into fashion and how I could express myself through fashion. Um, so I started dabbling into it and it kind of went good, kind of didn't go good. Um, and then I met, uh, a business partner and we created a company and it kind of took off. Um, I had made a TikTok of our all yours shirt and it blew up. We sold probably over 200 of them. Um, now me and her have split our separate ways, um, now, and we both have our own businesses, but I think breaking apart on myself, I've had to have an inner fight with my self-confidence, um, because I just don't put myself out on the Instagram as much as I should. And part of it's just because I don't like my body. (laughs) I'm still 19. So I'm trying to learn how to love myself more. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely something that I want to do going into 2022 and I need to express more how happy my clothes make me feel that I pick. I pick everything that I feel like if I put on, I could feel confident in. So that's definitely something that I want to go into 2022, uh, venturing more into. I want all of our clothes to be able to make somebody feel special and they want to go out and rock it no matter what. So I I definitely say that that's our mission. Um, and going into 2022, goodness, I can't speak. Um, I definitely just want to, you know, grow, um, with my followers more. Um, I want to be able to learn more about them and get to know them and TikTok. I need to post on TikTok more. (laughs) So this is funny. So Megan was actually one of my first like clients that I took on just for boutique coaching and helping her with some yes. of the stuff and everything she said is everything I challenged her to. Um, so I'm so excited for her to do and accomplish all of that. Um, I've been watching you from the sidelines and I'm so proud of what you've accomplished already, but I think what you just hit is like the nail on the head for boutiques, like boutiques 
are more of a lifestyle brand than I think anywhere else. So, so as boutique owners, um, sometimes I literally feel like Dr. Phil, um, (laughs) I have connected with so many of my customers on such a deeper and spiritual level. Like we've talked about things that I probably wouldn't have even talked about with some of my family members or close friends or stuff like that. So, um, it's an outside source that you feel comfortable with. And I think as a boutique owner, it's such an honor to take that on. Um, but it also like helps us grow as a person and love ourselves a little more. So I think in the last year, personally, like I've experienced such a strong, like growth in my self-confidence and I don't know if this is the same for you but as you connect with people people love your clothes and love on you and give you such words of encouragement of course there's going to be the bad eggs that you know try to bring you down but yes overall the overwhelming like response is positive and people love on you um and what you're doing for them and I think doing for others always makes you feel better but really just like being able to make these people like so happy and feel so beautiful in their clothes has been such a self-development thing for myself because I'm like if I if I can make them feel that way why can't I feel that way um yes and I don't know if you've kind of experienced that too but as someone like the whole purpose of my boutique was I wanted to serve people that want to wear western fashion but aren't in an area where it's popular at all. Like you can't find it around here and you certainly can't find cute, trendy Western fashion around here. <laughs> like there's a couple of places where you can get like, um, like a Dale Brisby shirt or something like that. But you can't find like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm literally, I'm launching these cow print um, bell bottoms this week and I'm so excited, but you could never find that anywhere around here. So um, it's been a chance for me artistically, I think, I think boutique owners have a lot in common. There's always going to be some of the like more like business focused boutique owners, but I think a lot of us are more creative side. Do you feel like you're the same way? Yes, definitely. Um, Speaking on creativity, um, I actually like probably about a couple of months after I started, um, you know, getting into the boutique world, I started doing graphic design. Um, and that's definitely helped my creativity because it's just, I see so many things that I want to put onto, you know, like a graphic tee or something. Yeah. And it's just, um, it sparks my creativity to find, like go out of the box and find other things that I could, you know, maybe turn into Western fashion. Yes, definitely. And I, I think it's the same way. Um, I do, I design my own, like uh, the thank you cards and stuff that go in the package insert. Um, I design all those and my mom was like, man, you're like really good at this. You love doing that. And it's like the little things like that, where I know like that's, you know, not a huge thing to a customer, but I get to express myself creatively in a way and let them know how much I appreciate them. But there's just so many different aspects of owning a boutique that you don't think about, like the little things like that. But it really does like inspire all your creativity to do all of those things. Yes, I definitely agree. So um, we talked a lot about like what's coming in 2022. What are some things that you want to leave behind in 22 uh, or 2021? Uh. Um, <laughs> like talk about fashion trends um, or really anything in the Western industry, really? It's really hard because I feel like 2021 was a really good year for Western fashion. You know, there was, there was like, 
I don't want anybody to come and hate on me, but <laughs> in 2020, the whole tie-dye trend, I got really tired of it really fast. Yes. But, um, like, I don't know. 2021 was different. It just, um, I felt like so many people came out of, you know, 2020 quarantine and they just hit it with like Western fashion. They did not hold back. They did so many new things that have never been seen in Western fashion. Um, I'm like sitting here trying to think on like what I like <laughs> just didn't like. Um, I don't know. I really don't think that there was anything in 2021 that I didn't appreciate or um, would like not want to carry into 2022. Yeah, I agree. I think 2021 was definitely a year of growth for the Western industry in general. Um, I think in the like third quarter or something like that, a big New York article came out about um, just Western fashion being in. And that's so inspiring for our industry. And um, it gives us, well, I think there was a whole like, collaboration of things I think like New York kind of bringing in that western fashion trend with the boots was a huge thing for our industry I think Yellowstone did a lot for our industry overall um there was kind of just like a domino effect of things that kept happening that really put their eyes on the western industry I think TikTok again is also another thing in that where a lot of people are getting to show their lifestyle and people loved Yellowstone. So then they started watching all these people that are farmers and ranchers and have cows and, you know, all the, all the stuff you dream of, people started watching that and feeling like it was a little more realistic and people taught you how to do it. And I think it seems more attainable and more attractive to people. So all the things fell together that I think our industry it's going to be a year of like just insane growth. I think last year was the start of it. And I think this year it's going to happen even more. Yes. And I've definitely already witnessed that Um, going into 2022. um, I've witnessed a lot more interaction on my page. And even with my website, I've witnessed a lot more people, you know, kind of going on there and buying and um which is you know I don't really like to talk about buying because that's definitely not what it's all about but um you know seeing people want to you know uh what's the right word wear western fashion and branch more out into it whenever they didn't before um it's definitely something that makes me happy because I've lived in Texas since I was eight and you know I've been surrounded by it um yeah so it's definitely cool to see even more people from um, different states want to branch out into that. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, same thing, like not that I was born in an area, but I was born around it where my parents did it and stuff like that. So it's familiar to me, but now I'm seeing all of my friends and people starting to buy stuff from me that live around here. Like I have a lot more local customers um, now than I used to like basically when I started. Um, and so it's been really cool to see people are branching out and starting to incorporate, like, even if it's as simple as just adding an Aztec, um, or a little bit of cow print in your shirt, like those little steps go a long way to getting it out there to the rest of the world and making it 
again, attainable. Like Western fashion is very different. There's the Serape and the cow print and the really bright Aztec. Like there's a lot of things that are a little intimidating to wear if you're not used to it. Um, but when you just throw in little bits and pieces of it, it seems comfortable to wear and you don't feel like you're stepping so far outside of your box. Definitely. And congratulations on having more local customers. That is absolutely awesome. You. Um, you know, I love hearing about how like people in other states, um, how well they're doing with Western fashion now. Because of course, like I said, I live in Texas, so yeah. <laughs> I've been surrounded <laughs> by it and people in Texas have been surrounded by it for such a long time. Um, but it's definitely cool to hear that in other states it is happening as well. Yeah, for sure. And okay, so we'll move into more of just like the boutique owner world. Um, are there any tips that you would give to anyone looking to start their own boutique or um, just people that are kind of newer to the game? Um, so I would definitely say do your research. That was the number one thing that helped me the most. And it's really, it's not about just buying clothing and marketing it. Um, marketing plays a big factor into it. And then obviously buying clothing does too. But there's so much more that goes into it. You have to make sure that you target the right people. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that you find your like niche and that you sell to the right, yeah, sell to the right people. Um, but definitely I would recommend, I, I didn't know about the boutique hub whenever I first started. Um, I wish I had, cause it would have helped me so much, but it's definitely a great group of people that just are so loving and caring towards other people in the boutique industry. And it's definitely helped me even now as, you know, more of an experienced boutique owner, it's helped me grow in more ways than I can explain. Absolutely. I agree with everything you guys or everything you just said. Um, you guys, if you want a discount code for the boutique hub, I have one on my personal Instagram, Backroad Bay Mo. Um, I've been with them from the beginning and it has personally helped me so much. There's so many things you don't even know that you don't know. Um, right. <laughs> kind of exploit those to you. So totally, totally sign up for that. It's amazing. Um, and then also, yes, like do your own research. Anyone can buy clothes. Um, I think, I don't want to say that the market is oversaturated, but there's definitely a lot more people doing it now than there was a year yes. or two ago. Um, but if you go to the bread aisle, the boutique hub always says this analogy, but if you go to the bread aisle, look how many different kinds of bread there are. There's no shortage, but why do you buy the brand that you do? Why do, why does everyone buy like King's Rolls? Um, or Hawaiian, whatever those are, um, <laughs> you know, like what makes you stand out differently in a world where everyone seems the same. So that's so, so true. And you're never going to cheat your way to the top. Like it takes a lot of hard work. I think people it don't does. understand how, how much work goes into it and how much time goes into it, but it is so, so worth it. Um, a hundred percent. I would do it all over again. But just know it's not as simple as buying clothes. Like, I think that's such a good point. Definitely not. Yes. And it definitely takes a toll on your life as well. You know, people, um, people always talk about how they don't want to work a nine to five and that's why they get into owning their own business. Well, you work 24 <laughs> seven with your own business and I love it. I would not trade it for the world, but it definitely, um, even though you can take off whenever you want, kind of, um, 
it definitely, you know, you have to answer emails and DMs and you have to look for new clothes and figure out the new trends and post on social media um, every single day. It's a day-to-day thing and I love it, um, but it's definitely not a nine to five. (laughs) Absolutely. And I guess it's so true. Like they say, you'll never feel like you're working when you're doing like your passion. Yes, definitely. That's, that's so true, but yeah, there's never an off button, no matter how much you think there is, there is not like you're getting emails and it's still a customer service job. So you're serving customers. You have to before yourself. So yeah, that's so, so true. But, um, so we're going to wrap this up, but I do have just a few quick questions for you. Kind of like a little rapid fire, um, Okay, so this is the first time we're doing this, so I'm going to make it up <laughs> as we go, um, but if you could explain what your Western way is, what does that look like to you? Um, maybe that's influencing or fashion or whatever, like what is your Western way? What's your specialty? Um, I would definitely say that like back in 2021, I was kind of trying to fit in with everybody else going into 2022. I definitely want to turn it more into an influencing platform rather than, um, just selling clothes. Um, I want to be more real with people and, um, just put myself out there more. And I definitely would say that just, um, bringing in new styles, bringing in different things that you wouldn't normally see, um, is probably what I'm going to try and do going into 2022. I love that. Um, okay. Favorite Western movie or TV show? Yellowstone. <laughs> Me too. Um, favorite country song or artist? Oh, that's a really hard one. <laughs> I'm really, um, I'm really liking the new song by the Skill Drivers. Um, if it hadn't been for love. Yeah. I'm really liking that song right now. Um, and then obviously, even though people don't say he's Western, Morgan Mullen hardcore fan <laughs> I'm going to his concert in February and I'm so I am so, so jealous excited. <laughs> so I'm jealous so excited. <laughs> um awesome well Megan thank you so much for hopping on last minute um of course. this has been so beneficial I think for so many people whether you're an influencer or a boutique owner um or just curious about like fashion in the Western industry. I think it's so helpful. I know you're going to Wesa um, next week. So maybe yes. we'll have a follow-up on kind of the trends you've seen there. Uh, since I'm not going, you have to be my eyes and ears. Um, I got you. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited for you that you're going. I'm so jealous. Um, I thought about going and then I backed out. Just, I don't know. I'm, I'm on a diet. So honestly, I was like, <laughs> if I go there, if I go to Dallas, like I want all the barbecue all of the fried chicken all the good stuff um yeah so please please get whataburger for me yes I definitely will we need whenever you come in March we definitely need to like have a whataburger date absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. I'm so down for that all right Megan thank you so so much and I hope you have a great rest of your day yes you too